Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to an extra special episode of the Tony's Take Podcast. This is episode 109, coming to you live from a bar. I am Sean. Joined with me, we have... Well, next to me, we have Blue Andy Man. Yes, I'm wearing blue. Maybe someday you'll be able to see when we film these, but for now, audio only. We were going to go live on Instagram, and we still might... But we probably won't. Next to Off-Road Andy, we have the Man of Stripes. Just two. Tony Katz. Yes. Yes. Here we are. We're, this is interesting because instead of like really facing each other, we're all just next to each other as if we're at a bar top because we are. We're at a bar top <laughs> so in a private is, bar. It's yeah, exceptional. It's so private, there's no bartender. <laughs> we don't even have a bartender. We need to get Tommy This is here. like a scene from The Shining. <laughs> we're just going to see our bartender. <laughs> uh I'm loving it. I hope the audio is good. It's one of those things. This is a trial. We're not going to know until this thing comes out, just like you are listening right now. Yes. Does it sound good? Let us know. Tony's.take Instagram. Um, but we are on a compressed one because we're coming into it late. Yeah. This is sports. This Let's just dive a, right on in. Yes. So, By the way, we, we've already sparked off a couple of New Belgium yes. uh, liquid paradise IPAs, and they're delicious. They're very good. They're very good. Andy, this was a good... Uh, a good find by you. Goodbye. Yeah, thank uh, you. And we are at a bar, so it only makes sense to have a beer. Yes. And uh, so anyway, yeah, we're going to dive right in because of uh, we're just ready. And uh, yeah. last night was the big championship game, Virginia-Texas Tech. A lot of people expect the, the over-under in that game, I think, closed at like 118. And a lot of people expected it to be a very low-scoring game. And if you saw the first five minutes of the game, you would have expected that to be the case also because I believe – at the first under four timeout, the score was like three to two, I want to say. Yeah, it might have been. And uh, it, it, I think with like 12 minutes left, it was 10 to four or something like that. Yeah. And uh, Virginia got ahead early up by 10, and then Texas Tech hit three straight threes, I think, on their possessions and ended up tying it up. And then Texas Tech actually took the lead at towards the end of the second half, but then Virginia regained it. And then second half, it looked like it was all Virginia. It looked like Virginia was just a couple stops away from – being able to push that lead up to like 12 to 15 points and just was never able to. And Texas tech came right back and actually Texas tech had the lead up by three with 22 seconds left. And then just, that's what Virginia does to you. They're passing Ty Jerome drove in. Everybody came in to suffocate him and he found a wide open Deandre Hunter in the corner. Beautiful look who hit a three pointer to tie the game. And that's what uh, Sean always says. in when we play uh, NBA 2K penetrate and dish penetrate and dish and Texas tech, it just looked to me. They just did not play. The defense, and that's the thing with colleges, certain plays that just aren't, you know, spur of the moment, it's easier to say it later, but at the end of the day, that two-pointer wasn't going to tie the game. So I think, obviously, in hindsight now, now that we know what happened, you kind of wish you just let Jerome shoot that shot and then just hope you can continue to hit your free throws. Mm-hmm. And even if you did, even if you were to have missed the free throws, Virginia still has to make another basket to beat you. So, I mean, they just... The last thing you could have had happen there was a three-pointer, and they let a three-pointer happen, and because of that, Virginia hit their threes, and you got to give it to them, and they won. And I also believe, if you listen to our podcast three or four weeks ago now, uh, Andy actually gave out the winner of this tournament. I did, and so Woo. I made two different brackets on Yahoo, and both had Virginia winning, and they both ended up tied. They had totally different picks. They, they both ended up tied, and uh, it was about... I got point point nine percentile, so I got like, I got like nine thousand out of three point five million people. Wow, 
Like, so that's, that's definitely the best I've ever done. But again, Ooh. there were still 9,000 people ahead of me to get that million bucks. So Damn it. Yeah. But you didn't get that new key out front, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, I wish I got a little bit of consolation prize. But I have a little bit of bragging rights I mean, in, in the top percent. I it's didn't pretty, play the game, so yeah, it's pretty good. That is uh, actually impressive. It was very impressive. That's, uh, that was a good run. I think I even said I had Tennessee to win it all, who lost to Purdue in the Sweet 16, but they were in that that part. And I think we both had said that we said that your best bet to put money on was going to be Tennessee or Virginia because we thought that one of those two teams would be able to represent that part, and we thought they'd have a good run. And sure enough, Virginia did. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's like obviously I had I would have won some good money if Texas Tech would have won yesterday, but. Uh, now that my emotions are all gone, I, uh, I'm i actually happy for Virginia because it is a pretty cool story that this team got beat by a 16 seed last year, the first number one seed to ever have it happen. And they're not one of those one-and-done schools. People that go to Virginia usually stay three, four years at Virginia. And a lot of those, you know, some, all those guys, most of those guys that were on that, all those, like, starters pretty much, I think, except for maybe one, or were all on that team last year. Yeah. They and, were missing Hunter in the game last year, though. Okay. So, and, uh... But anyway, they came back, and that's pretty cool that, you know, you you have to – that whole year you have to swallow it. And then they came back, and they redeemed themselves in the best way you can redeem yourself by winning it all. So kudos to Virginia. I mean, Tony Bennett, I like him a lot as a coach. I think he's a – Good singer. He's a – wait, is that his name? Yeah. Tony but Bennett, yeah. There's also a singer. I know. I wasn't – I knew there was – I wasn't sure. I, I'm pretty sure it was Tony Bennett, but then also I was like, I know that's a singer, so maybe I'm just thinking of the singer. But anyway, pretty cool that he won it. He's a likable coach. He seems like a really cool guy. And, uh, you know, he his, seems very mellow. Yeah, his dad was uh, there, and his dad's the one that's always preached defense to him, and that's what he does. And, uh, yeah, good for him. Yeah, it wasn't the most impressive run by Virginia, but like, no, they're still they champions. got lucky a few times. Yeah, just like all, these last three games, I mean, they hit, they hit that big three in the championship game to tie, but then the game before against Auburn, which they ended up blowing a, a lead to Auburn in like the last two minutes. Ended up getting bailed out by a, a foul on a three-point shot. The guy made all three free throws. It's like, and then the game before was that crazy Purdue game. Yeah, that one was. So it's like three straight like clutch wins, but you know, not not a dominating performance at all. But that one was really crazy because it's like Jerome went to the free throw line with the team down by three, makes the first free throw, intentionally misses the second, which is already tough to do to get the rebound. Misses the second, gets the offensive rebound all the way from half court. So it looked like. I was even talking about this. The point guard got it. If he throws it to the left, which Kyle Guy was screaming for it, he ends up shooting a 30-footer at the buzzer, probably misses it. Virginia probably loses. Instead, he throws it to Cisco over there, who just – it literally looked like a volleyball pass. Just got it immediately, throws it up, made it somehow, and, you know, they ended up winning. And that's the thing. Like, you know, sometimes it is better to be lucky than good in Virginia. That's the thing with these tournaments is a lot of times it is – Certain things always have to go your way. I mean, especially in these tournaments, you play so many games, and it's single elimination that there are going to be those little things. But Virginia snuck by. You know, I the crazy thing is, is I look at that team, and I'm still not even that impressed by that team. I look at, I just don't know how they do it because those guards all look so small, mm-hmm. and it's just, yeah. I you look at them, and that's the reason why I like Texas Tech. Cause I was like, oh my god, their physicality. And you look at Texas Tech's tournament, they beat up Michigan, they beat the shit out of a good Buffalo team, they beat Gonzaga. You know, they went and beat Michigan State, and then you looked at Virginia, and it was like barely beat Oregon, barely a, a prayer to beat Purdue, a lucky foul at the end to beat Auburn. And it's like, okay, they're sneaking by. It was like, okay, the way Texas Tech's playing, you would think, I thought Texas Tech had potential to win that game, honestly, by like 10-plus points. 
But like I said, Texas Tech didn't look like they played their Texas Tech defense. Virginia hit their threes, and that's what it comes down to, especially in today's basketball. You have to hit your three-pointers, and Virginia, sure enough, they uh, they were able to, and they ended up winning. Got to give credit to uh, Ty Jerome and Kyle Guy there. where Didn't have a lot of faith in them, but they actually showed up really big in this game. Yeah, toward the end, everyone was hitting their shots. Yeah. I mean, the real the real pro prospect there is Hunter. Uh, See, so the guys are not going to make Hunt, it to the next level. Hunter, but. I thought, actually, that was his best game of the tournament by far. Yeah. And because he's actually a decent shooter, I, I can't think of who he reminds me of, but you got to respect that 18, 20 foot jump shot he has because he, he will dribble there and then he'll pull up and you're thinking, like, oh, no way. And he makes it. It's almost kind of like a. I really don't even know who to compare it to. I was almost going to say, like, Joel Embiid, but Embiid's a, a little Quite bigger, big, I think. Yeah. But he does have that jump shot where he takes it and it's like. Because DeAndre Hunter made at least, what, three or four threes last night. Yeah, I made another big one in overtime, too. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. corner also. So, I mean, he he definitely... Yeah. Uh, also, I kind of want to talk about that call in overtime. So, the game ended up being, like, like an eight-point game or something, but it was actually really close. I think it was Virginia... A two-point game when he stole it, is that what you're talking about? The, the steal where... Um, I think it was Hunter, actually, but the yeah. defender hit knocked the ball out of, out of the guy's hand. hand yeah. But it scraped his pinky on the way out uh-huh. and they did the slow motion replay. And I, I think they should, if that's the way the rules okay. can be, they should change the rule. Okay. So here's my thing with that. I actually had this conversation with, some, I think it was my mom actually earlier today. Uh, let's be honest. A play like that happens. How many times in a regular basketball game? You think five, six times when someone yeah. just hits the ball to someone's hand. I want to be honest. Probably half the time. It probably scrapes that person's finger on oh, the way yeah. out. Because Easily. if you just think about like it's the, the physics, the yeah. physics of it, so what pisses me off is that they re- even reviewed it. It's like, are we just going to review everything that's out of bounds under two yeah. minutes? I mean, yeah. I get it, yeah. but it's like, it, and I mean, sure, you want to get the call right, but it's like, to me, it's like, that play happens so often. You know, be one thing if it was day. like the ball was dribbling out and they both went for it. It's like, okay, who did it go off of? But that wasn't the case. He knocked it out of his hands. That play happened so many times, and it's just upsetting because I just like, oh, because they scream like, review, review, and yeah. it's like, because, you know, you're right, because that was a minute, six seconds left. They're down two. If that ball's out of bounds to Texas Tech, Texas Tech gets that ball back, and anything could have happened. They could have hit a three. They could have hit a jump shot. It would have just changed the whole momentum of the game. And my other thing there, too, that I didn't like with Moretti on that play is I don't know why he didn't just drive it in and just take it there. Because, I mean, even if, like, he would have gotten stuffed. Or you uh, dribble into the basket, come out, and maybe find a shooter Yeah, he, or he just yeah. looked lost there. And, I mean, he had a sprint out there and got it, and we made a great play. But, I mean, it's just unfortunate that he – didn't have the speed to be able to take that all the way or something because that could have easily been fast break leg. I mean, if that's De'Aaron Fox or Russell Westbrook that grabs that ball, that's a dunk mm-hmm. the other way. And unfortunately, it was just a little Italian kid, <laughs> like a 19-year-old Italian kid that unfortunately yeah. didn't work out. But, uh, yeah, no, you're right. And also, the other thing I'm just going to really quickly, one of the last things I'll say about this game that I don't like, Virginia ties the game with that three-pointer, okay? Uh 12 seconds left for Texas Tech. And for whatever reason, nowadays in all basketball, they only want to win the game with a three-point shot. People don't believe in winning the game anymore with driving in. Mm -mm. They want it to be like a celebratory three-point shot where you just make it and you can just celebrate. Like, I just hit this deep shot. And it's got to stop because Jared Culver gets that ball. He pulls up for a three with – not only does he pull up for a three, he pulls up for a three with like five seconds left. Because originally, if Virginia doesn't throw the ball out of bounds because of miscommunication, they have that ball with three and a half, four seconds that, left. That was a crazy play. So I thought Virginia was going to lose it after that. Yeah. <laughs> and so 
that happens. Jared Culver is a strong guy. He's a pro prospect. He's the number the top pro prospect on the court last night. You got to drive that ball in. The way these refs have been calling fouls at the end of the game, they've made it yeah. clear that they're not afraid to call a foul. You got to drive that in and hope that you can score. And if you don't score, that maybe you get fouled. And if you don't get fouled, maybe get an offensive rebound. Absolute worst case, Virginia it goes in overtime. But you got to get a better look than what he did. And also, if anyone's shooting a three in that situation, it should have been Mooney. That little white kid was hitting his threes. He might have, he might have should, should have shot anyways, just because he was making some kind of crazy shots and just kind of like, oh, he was. Yeah, I, I, and that's the only thing that sucks is when it gets to that point is it's a selfish thing where you're like, oh, I'm the star player on this yeah. game, but it's like, hey, man, you're not, you weren't the hot hand though yesterday. I mean, Mooney had a better, had a hot hand. Number one, Evans, I think his name was, he had the hot hand too. It should not have been Culver that took that last Culver shot. Culver had a pretty miserable tournament actually. Yeah, which is funny they made it all the way to the finals, but. But yeah, he should not have been the one to take that last shot, but. Anyway, it is what it is. Virginia won. They were a one seed. They were, at one point this year, I think, the number one team in the country. So they deserve yeah, it. Yeah, I think it multiple times. Or credit's due, you know. So uh, I think that's that's it for the college season. You won't hear us talk Mad about college yeah, well, basketball actually, for a well, long time. Yeah, the last thing I want to say is uh, Virginia opened up as the favorite for next year because p- players don't leave early, but Hunter's probably going to leave. So. Is Kyle Guy still coming back? Is he only a junior? I think so. I think. And yeah, Jerome is not I a I said, senior. I, I think I said all of their main guys are – that's not scary. seniors. That's scary. So that's why they open up as the favorite. But wow. and they're gonna. They're gonna but money. then yeah, here come the recruiting classes. I mean, I imagine Duke will get a couple good guys. North Carolina is gonna still be pretty good, I think. Yeah, I. I Kentucky think, maybe I don't know. Probably. I think it was Duke and Kentucky were second, tied for second. But I don't know. I would not take Virginia to win. The way the way they won this tournament, I wouldn't have them winning again. Oh, it yeah. was very fortunate, lucky breaks for them a few times not that they won't be there and like if you're saying will they be a number one seed again probably they seem yeah, to do really well but i mean the way they played i don't think they could do this again you know? yeah just uh really quickly so i'm just looking at the stats talking about culver's bad game five for 22 from the field oh wow that's james harden oh for six from three james harden meanwhile you had mooney was four for nine from the field two for six from three and then moretti five for ten from the field three for six from three but francis that's who it was not uh, Evans, I just was making names up. Francis, 7 for 12 from the field, 3 for 7 from 3, led the team with 17 That's points. Solid. I would have liked the ball in his hand. You know, but... Uh, Who had the career high? Was that... Um, probably Hunter or Guy. Guy. No, it wasn't Guy. Hunter then, maybe? Hunter had I 27. Was, Hunter. was it Hunter? Yeah, 27. Yeah, that sounds right then. Yeah, I mean, he was he was the MVP of that game. And I mean, that's what, honestly, like, I'll give him the credit because he is a pro prospect and he, he came through. You know, he had the big game oh, yeah. that he needed to have. And he did it, and because of that, uh, Virginia's uh, national champions. Yeah, I also uh, saw UCLA open up at a uh, hundred to one, and uh, they got a new coach. So, so you put a hundred bucks down? Yeah, so maybe maybe it's worth it. Um, hired a uh, Mick Cronin from Cincinnati. So this is a little local news here. It's a great name, Mick. But Cronin. Uh, yeah, he, he, his cool teams too. are always really tough. He still actually just played them in the tournament two three years ago. So I actually like that move a lot because of what you said. Those Cincinnati teams over the years with him as the coach have been very physical, tough defensive teams, and they kind of move at a slower pace. And honestly, I was telling this earlier to Sean, that's just how the Pac-12 is moving now. You look at a lot of those teams in the Pac-12. Washington plays good defense pretty slow. Oregon, Oregon State, Arizona now. Utah's always kind of played a little slower. It's just that there's more defense in the Pac-12. It's not really a run-and-gun conference outside of maybe teams like Arizona State like to play a little quick and – I mean, USC can put up points here and there, but in UCLA was the other team that was known for being playing yeah. quick, especially a couple of years ago when they had ball. 
and Holiday and stuff. They were a very fast-paced team, but that's changed. So I'm going to be very interested to see how UCLA does, and I think this will actually get them uh, – because doesn't uh, does Shaq's son come back this next year? Yeah, he's ready. So he's gonna he's come back. Cleared. You're gonna get. Uh, you're still gonna. I imagine. Are they still gonna have that uh, really tall guy? Or did he go to the draft? He didn't declare. Wilkes declared. Okay, so they they should honestly actually have a pretty solid team. And they maybe, always they had talent with. And all because of this coach though, that so. actually might get them some recruits, a couple decent players. Yeah, so yeah. So we'll find out like next November December. There won't be a, a Zion Williamson, but there'll be someone else to captivate us. Yes. I'm sure. Also, uh, just really quick, this is the only – I know we didn't want to really talk about hockey, but I forgot today was the draft lottery for hockey, and the New Jersey Devils won it, so they're getting the number one pick, and there's this one prospect, uh, Jack Hughes or Jake Hughes or something, who's like supposed to be a stud. So the Devils getting good and younger again, and the Rangers got the number two pick, and they were supposed to have a good guy, and then Blackhawks got the three pick, and I think the Kings ended up getting like – five or six and then the ducks though got the ninth pick so that's that's way low unfortunate for the ducks because they had a horrible season you would have hoped they could maybe get a top five pick there was even a prayer for the top three and they end up getting ninth so that's just continue their bad seasons continuing into the off season yeah we know some people were probably uh locked themselves in the closet after those results so (laughs) that's too bad Yes, yes it is. So sad. So uh, what's the next hot topic here, Andy? You want to move on to we, the NBA? Uh, I think so. I mean, it's been a, it's a well, magic I, time I need, of the year. I need to get the updates here. So, uh, well, I'll just update you all right now. Magic late. Johnson is gone. Yeah, he's gone. That's, yeah, that's and the it's upsetting right more now. for Dobby and I because we're actual Laker fans. Andy's mm-hmm. over here. I, I'm a Magic Johnson fan. Maybe okay. not at his moves as an executive, but I've mm-hmm. always been a fan of he still has some his, good moves. his play style. He's shifty. I, I um, did a like biography in elementary school of magic johnson really? if you remember Stuck. this and you had to dress up hold on did you just say if you remember this did you remember doing those like as a kid oh i thought you meant like if you remember this you no know. no i didn't say anyone yeah i did uh some I people think, out there maybe watch i think it. i did uh wayne gretzky or who was the first black guy to play hockey oh boy <laughs> I am. Not it Jackie was like, Robinson. It was yeah. 2001, right? Oh my god. Jerome McGinley. I don't know. I don't. Jerome McGinley was actually very good. I'm actually surprised you threw that name uh, out. Yeah. It was one of those. But yeah, no, I, okay, I go on, Andy. Andy. So tell us um, about your fourth. Well, it's report. just funny. Like you probably the kids these days probably are not allowed to do like cross race biographies. What do you mean? Because you had to like dress up. That, that oh was the, yeah. Hold no, on, right. I did not dress okay, up. Okay, I had to. What? Wait. What? Okay, actually, you know what though? The more you say that, I think I had to dress up. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, as the person? Yeah. You're supposed to. I mean, have you ever seen... I mean, obviously, you know Big Daddy. Ben, if he dresses Ben oh, Franklin. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that was for a play, though. But it was uh, still, like, yeah. he was still assigned that. Oh, I don't think I did that. So... I don't I don't think I did. So I ended up getting a green jersey. <laughs> Hell, yeah. With a 33 for Michigan State. Cause that was Ooh, his, it's a deep cut. Yeah. that's what, that's what That was the... Uh, we're not going to go buy a Lakers jersey. <laughs> Yeah, that was costing a lot of money. My mom's not going to do that. You just got a generic green one. Did you uh, heat press some letters on there? I think so. I think so. (laughs) Tape some felt down or something. Um, But, yeah, clearly I didn't go in blackface. I don't know, Andy. We have a photo here. It's definitely the whitest kid, and I went as Magic Johnson. When you said green jersey 33, I thought you did a Larry Bird thing. Yeah, so how often did you have to tell people who you were then? Well, that was the point of it. Are you you the guy from Smash Mouth? You didn't guess. Yeah. I don't think I dressed up. I'm kind of bummed. No. I'm trying to think because, like, it sounds familiar that I dressed up, but I can't think of anything. But I do remember plays. Like, we did, a like, one of those stupid little, like, I, what do you call them, fables, I guess. Like, when we did, it was first grade, and me and my buddy were, uh, the three of us, we were winking, blinking, and nod. 
<laughs> They're the okay. three dudes that sailed off in a wooden shoe. Is that a, that's a Swiss Swiss tail or something? This sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> I, I don't know, but it was uh, it was pretty funny because uh, winking, blinking, and nod. Yeah, they were just dude, look up the. It's a real thing. Look up the. All right. It's some. Uh, what do you call those? It was like those little stories. It was like the same thing as like. I don't know. Yeah, like the Mother tortoise and the hare. Stuff yeah. And yeah, it's that shit. Are mm-hmm. those called fables? Yeah. Yeah, so it was a fable, but it was just, it was funny because I ended up with Nod, who I just felt like was... Pretty dope. I guess, I, I don't know how I Nod was Nod. a badass out of the three. But because it's weird, because like as kids, I think we just go off of the name, because I remember like it was me and my buddy Ben and my buddy Aaron that did it, and these they are like were so... people, right? Yeah, I'm still friends with these wow. guys. We met Aaron. Yeah, you yeah. met Aaron. Ben, I was in his wedding. But uh, because of the first, the first wedding, the first wedding I was actually went through some shit. And a second, and I'll be in uh, my like seventh wedding this this Friday. So uh, shout out to Carter, Carter actually, actually, our old man we Carter. We need to get him back on the pod. He's and talk uh, about it. he. You guys remember his voice? He is actually getting married this uh we'll, this Friday. Uh, maybe he'll do a pod on Friday. You know, we'll come down <laughs> there, see, set I'll up, see what I can do. Yeah, we're portable now. So. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so anyway. I just remember, like, my friends were so adamant about being like, I gotta be winking or blinking. It was like, just nobody wanted to be Nod. And I was just like, I'll fucking be Nod, I guess. I don't <laughs> care. I don't say, I mean, no one knows who these guys are. It's not like there's a, a movie out there about them. Matthew McConaughey really yeah. wanted to be Lincoln. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but uh, as for book report, though, or stuff like that, I can't, I, it sounds familiar. I feel like I did have to do something like that, but I, I can't remember immediately, but I know it was probably out there somewhere. Also, this is sports, by the way. Yeah, well, obviously, well, where we're Magic going is, obviously, Andy still remembers very dearly that report. Yeah, yes. Magic Johnson. He's from. Uh, he was from East Lansing, so of course he played at Michigan State. Um, but he ended up playing pro basketball for a franchise called the Los Angeles Lakers, and uh, hmm. just a few short years ago, I haven't heard of them. Became the president of basketball operations for the Los Angeles. And today was his last day as the president of basketball operations. Yes, and the Lakers are actually playing right now, so I'm surprised he didn't even just wait till the season ended. He was just like, I, I mean, the are they playing? I think they put Chris Mim out there again. Yeah. Ramona Shelburne uh, really uh, went after him today during uh, on ESPN, saying that uh, he hasn't talked to Luke Walden in weeks. Yeah, I saw that um, come up. So basically, well, no, so it said like meaningful conversation. They could have yeah. said, "Hey, yeah. you don't know." I was joking that so um, Magic was uh, watching his alma mater. In the NCAA tournament, yeah, he was. Um, you know, busy. They made the Final Four. Um, like, oh, he's on a scouting trip, and uh, he, clearly he wasn't oh, too so involved with the team. He was trying watching. to write it off, Andy. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure the Lakers paid for the whole thing. Oh, good. Although, I would do the same. Although he has all that Renner Center money, so he doesn't need to, you know, cheat. He the does Renner Center. Yeah, I think he like is an initial investor in, in Renner Center. Or something. Mm. I keep seeing the commercials yeah. where uh, Larry Bird has. Uh, Charles Barkley. Yeah. And Charles Barkley has a Larry Bird yep. Falcon or whatever. Pretty good commercial. <laughs> I don't think it was a Falcon. Like whatever like it was. A parrot or something. Parrot. <laughs> like people just keep Falcons. Be cool if you had a Falcon. You have to have that and like Spike glove. Lee is always in it. And yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Spike Lee is so small yeah. next to those guys. Well, yeah, I think he's just small yeah. compared to a lot of guys. But but I mean, next to them too, it's 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 yeah. comicable. But yeah, so Magic's out. Um, I don't know what this means. Is Palinka out? No, they're they're bringing in Kareem. Yeah, Kareem is it's going on down Kareem the list. Is great because he's kind of like an ass. He just says what he is on his mind. Could work, but I don't know what this means. The whole thing, like Luke, Luke was going to take the fall for the team not doing well, and Jeannie Buss just wants people to like her, but people are kind of starting to question her leadership. Kind of a little dysfunction going on. I don't know if uh, 
Rich Paul's just going to end up being the GM. Now LeBron's just going to install his people. You're saying these names, and I don't know who is the Rob Lowe guy. That's uh, Polinka. That's the that's Polinka? their general manager. Yeah. So he's he was a former agent. Yeah, he's Kobe's agent, or he was Kobe's yeah. agent. So he's worth some coin. Yeah. So he knows his. I'd stuff. really like to at least hear an interview with him. Obviously, I'd love to come on to the pod. Uh, <laughs> I just want to get across that he's probably not an asshole, but that photo, that little like meme, where it's him, LeBron, and Magic Johnson talking in the little hallway yeah, like at the, the Laker hallway. game, yeah. he does not look like a kind person. Like, he just looks at people like they're I just... think that game they were losing... Oh, I'm sure they were. I think that was season. one of, like, the first games where, like, LeBron was out, and they just watched, and you could tell all three of them were looking like, oh, no, like, where this is fucked. Ingram can go. Uh, ball. <laughs> How else can we get Davis? Should I only put it in terms you understand? Thank you. Was Ari Gold a good person? Yeah. Okay. So that's... Plinko was an agent. Depends on who agent, you mean. So. Who Who is he a good for, person for? Well, he was good for his clients. Was yeah. he a good person to anyone else? Like a bus boy? Probably not. I mean, I know he was, he, he was, might have seemed like a hard boss, but he really loved Lloyd, but like. Yeah. But also the way he interacted with pretty much everyone else. So that's, that's probably what you should expect out of Rob Plinko. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't get to that level of power without that. If he was just a pushover, yeah. he would stay at ball boy or whatever. I don't know if that's where he started. Assuming that's where he started. He was the ball boy. Met Kobe. He's like, what do you do? Yeah. I want to have grand ideas. Well, yeah. But I wonder if uh, Le- LeBron gets to put in like one of his buddies now or something. What's going to happen? Well, I'm curious, too. Dwayne I Wade's was, out of a job. I was, yeah, that's true. I was a little worried because I was like, oh, shit, if Magic leaving, I always felt like Magic being there is what kind of like sways these guys. I mean, I know LeBron's still there, but I felt like that's always kind of what sways these guys into coming. Like, oh, Magic Johnson's like the – president of operations but Magic Johnson even said he's like I, I want to just go back to having fun so clearly he yeah. he was one of those guys that was like I can do this job and then when you're actually in it you realize like you know what this actually isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be it's the same kind of it's like yeah. a similar situation look at Kyrie Irving he let he leaves LeBron because he's like I want to be the man in charge on a team and he's done it with Boston he even had to call up LeBron and apologize and say hey man I'm sorry I didn't realize it was like this I didn't realize it was this difficult it's a lot of work and uh, I think that's Magic Johnson. He's but just like, I don't, I didn't know it was this difficult. I don't think the Lakers are going to have that much of an issue. Yeah, it's definitely an, a benefit and an asset to have Magic Johnson uh, on your side and want to come and, you know, I'm going to go hang out with him today. But at the end of the day, they're still the Lakers. Like, if it was the Clippers, which wouldn't make any sense, but give me a second, Andy. If it was the Clippers or, you know, the Hawks or something, like, oh, that's, that's a, a pretty good added bonus to the fact that I'm going to go get yeah. You know, eighteen million dollars for this game. The Clippers had a Laker legend, Hall of Fame player as their GM for many years, and it didn't work out for him. And, and yeah, I'm just yeah. Yes. So Elgin Baylor was Elgin their GM. Baylor. The Clippers are still years. the worst team, historically speaking. Ah, uh, is that still true? I'm it is. It absolutely yeah. open a book, Andy. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, well, on behalf of the Dodgers, Magic, we welcome you back. <laughs> Is he not there anymore? I think he still owns a part, but he had to, like, step back to work. The other thing about Magic, he's kind of got in trouble a couple times. He had that the Paul George thing where they yeah. got fined, then they had the So I think Simmons that's what Magic thing. thought. Like, I can just come yeah. in here and talk to guys, and he realized, no, it's not that yeah. easy, unfortunately. How long had he done it? How long had he been in that position? Two years, I think. So Yeah, not very long. No, it, not long at all. So Luke Walden was hired before was hired by um, uh, Cupjack. So that's mm. okay. Yeah, yeah I want to say I, th- I want to say he did two full seasons, right? Yeah. 
It's one of those things. I feel like he had been doing it a while. And here's the thing. Yeah, I think he, so getting, all, he was always involved. Yeah, he's yeah. Always hanging but, around. And, that, that and that's how he likes it. I think he liked being involved, but yeah. like not actually a He needs position to just be of, hired as like an executive producer. Like ours. We're just name only. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But, uh... So what else do we have? Uh, I know we got the NHL playoffs start tomorrow. I know we didn't really want to talk too much about hockey, and I don't think we will because I don't think we've either of us have really looked too much. Well, I did want to talk a bit about the NBA playoffs will start. Well, yeah, I'm just I'm just tell, I'm just letting people know that the NHL playoffs do start tomorrow. We're not really going to talk about it, but keep your eye out because there will be some good games. Yeah. I think I actually think a lot of the matchups are good. You got like San Jose Vegas. You got uh, the Islanders and the Penguins. You got Boston and Toronto. Like there, you're going to see some really good series so just uh keep your eye out on that and maybe in a week or two we'll get more into depth over like maybe our hockey predictions but uh out of the four major sports i would say hockey is our least knowledgeable one between uh the three of us yeah but, uh, yeah, but the nba playoffs in. though andy here andy is our uh our uh, nba insider right here and especially because the clippers are in the playoffs so. i am excited for the playoffs oh yeah i mean yeah you think the warriors will go all the way i mean they'll get there but I think uh, I, I'm still convinced one of those teams on the East. I, 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 honestly, I'll be, I'll say this right now. I have a gut feeling. I don't think the Bucks are going to be there. Ugh. I honestly think it's going to, I would love them to, because obviously I'm Greek yeah. and I'm a big fan of the Greek freak. I'm not Greek and I still really like them. So uh, the Bucks are who I'm cheering for, but I just have this weird feeling that be, I just don't think they're, that team's experienced enough in the playoffs. And I just would yeah. not be surprised if it's Toronto or Boston that. See, I don't do think it. Toronto's going to go the distance. They're uh, pretty deep. That's who I'm picking. Yeah, they're pretty you think deep. So? Yeah, and they so got. My Kawhi concern Leonard. is that uh, Brogdon is out, and he should be back by the Eastern Conference Finals. But you're putting a key rotation player in there who hasn't played in a month or two. Um, that's also, an issue. Also, these guys are all pros. They know when they want to like step it up, and a lot of these yeah, guys skate true. by it until they get to the playoffs, that's and then it's true. just a different beast. Like remember what was it two years ago, or maybe even last year? I forget. When the Warriors were kind of, it was kind of like, oh man, they actually could be vulnerable. They could be beatable in the playoffs. Yeah. And I think they won their first like ten games or something, like eleven Hashtag games. Hashtag playoff. They mode. did. They did the whole like almost Laker thing. Like I think they went like sixteen and two in the playoffs. So I mean, yeah, no, you raise a great point. It's uh, it's tough, but uh, I I just don't know. I just I just see Toronto and Boston making moves. I mean, Boston Toronto gets paired up against Orlando most likely in the first round. I mean, that's gonna be a sweep. It, right now we don't know the matchups. We can't tell you because well, it looks these, like it's going to be Orlando. Playing. Well, Orlando clinched. It, regardless, it'll be Orlando or Brooklyn. Orlando could lose Detroit, tomorrow, and if Detroit wins, Detroit will get it. I, ju- I just saw there's a there's a whole. So bunch I of actually scenarios. I actually like the thought of Toronto Detroit because Toronto plays good defense and is a physical team, and Detroit. I mean, they got Detroit's one of those teams where if they play to their potential, that's not a bad team. Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, Reggie Bullock. No, Reggie Bullock's not on the team. <laughs> Is he really not? Reggie it's, Bullock. I meant Rakah. Oh, damn, what's his Reggie name? Reggie Bullock's on the Lakers. Okay, what's his name? The uh, Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Oh, great Yankee also. But No, you're right. Wow, I was not thinking of Reggie Bullock. I just, his name came to me because he's actually on my team, the Lakers. And he but, was uh, on the Pistons. Yes, he was. Two months ago. So was uh, Stanley Johnson, who was from the area. Yeah. Modern Day High School. Shout out to Modern Day. You know who else is from Modern Day that I randomly saw the other day? Matt Liner. Nope. The One of the players on the Colorado Rockies, McMahon. Oh, really? I was looking up him and uh, Modern Day. thought that yeah. was interesting. So they have multiple Orange County guys. Yeah. That's also crazy to me. I know we're getting a little off subject here, but speaking of baseball, just that the fact that 
Nolan Arenado and Matt Chapman played on the same team together at El Toro, right? Didn't they play at the same time? Yeah. They're both just mag. We were talking about this the other day. The three best defensive third basemen in the league, without any doubt, are Arenado, Machado, and Chapman. Not necessarily in that order, but all three of them are just fantastic third basemen. It's ridiculous. You know who reminds me of who I always used to think was a good, uh, great third baseman that year? Scott Rowland. Nope. Close. That, uh, you remember that Twins team? That was just incredible at defense. The year they actually like made their first like breakout year. I think that was the year the Angels probably beat them in the second round. Yeah. They had the best defense ever, I think, on a team. And they had, because they had Torrey Hunter and like, did they have Torrey Hunter at the time? Yeah. So they had Torrey Hunter, you had Jock Jones, Christian Guzman, and their third baseman, Corey Koski. Corey But you Koski. know who came through that? That year, who was their best defender? Their first baseman, Doug Mankiewicz. Doug Mankiewicz, yeah. He was a stupid good first baseman. That was the best defense I've still to this day I've ever seen in baseball was that Twins defense. I think they actually set records of how good that defense was. It's hard I to – I did not think I would talk about the Twins' defense from like 2001 well, tonight. You know Doug Mankiewicz you never know. made the that's last the out hey. for the Red Sox World Series. That's the thing about History. this. The, was that against the Cardinals? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm glad I remember that. I'll tell you what, this is this podcast, we do it to you, we do it raw. You know, we don't we come in with some material but not like that much, and that's what's so beautiful about it. We just we just give it to you. We don't, you know, spend hours preparing. It's just like this is us, this is real. Yeah, we're sitting at a bar. We just give it to you. We're sitting at a bar in a den. In fact, bartender, I'm I'm a little low on yeah. my beer. Yeah, I think we all are. But the point of the NBA playoffs, we don't know the matchups yet. So like the the back half of the those seeds are up for grabs. Uh the Hornets I believe are still alive in the East, although it's unlikely. But like, the Nets could fall all the way to the eight seed right now. So you know, we just can't, we can't give you the matchups quite yet. We'll know tomorrow at like ten o'clock, maybe ten thirty. But we're not gonna be doing a show at that point. So no, we won't. Um, but but uh, we'll definitely be talking basketball next week. Yeah, and the game, the series will only be a game or two in at that point. So yes. All right. Well. Uh, and also, I don't think any of the back. Half of those seeds are gonna contend for a title. No, it just doesn't happen in the not. NBA. Yeah, see, that's the one thing. Like what? Like I know, like how you're like, oh, I'm excited for the NBA playoffs, but it's like, it just sucks because of what you just said. Hockey, we've seen plenty of eight seeds, seven seeds get to the Stanley Cup, win it. Hockey, you just really never know. Baseball, you never know because it really comes down to just pitching and stuff and hitting. I mean, baseball, I think, is the one of the toughest sports overall with stuff that you really just can't predict because you never know. Yeah. Some hitters get hot, some hitters just get cold. There's days where a pitcher's fastball, he's just throwing it right where he wants it to. And it's moving. The curveball's breaking good. Like, I'll never forget seeing a game where uh, Jared Weaver was playing the Orioles back when Jared Weaver was in his prime against a bad Orioles team, and he got lit up, got taken out in the second or third inning, gave up six or seven runs. And I remember Mike Sosha coming to the mound to pull him, and you could see Jer- uh, Jared Weaver mouth to him, like, just based, as he gave him the ball, said, I didn't have it today. And it's just such a true thing. Like, there are those days where those – Pitchers, I mean, look at some of the guys that have thrown no-hitters in baseball history. The first guy that comes to my mind, who who the fuck is that? Bud Smith. Remember Bud Smith? No. Pitched for the Cardinals or something. Threw a no-hitter. Who the fuck's that guy? Andres Galarraga just robbed of a perfect Yeah, that's game. the one I remember is the one who... You know, you had guys it. like A.J. Burnett throw no-hitters. Well, he was good. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, still, it's like, it just shows you that. If you have it on that one given day, I mean, you can do it. You can do it. But, uh... Anyway, so this has been uh, some good rambles here. But, I man, love that's, what, that's what a couple of voodoo beers will do to you. <laughs> These are delicious. But uh, is there we got uh, anything else? But oh yeah, but like no, that's right. I forgot even what we were talking about. 
I remember now. The basketball. The fact yeah. that it just seems like in the NBA, it's like the top teams go. It's just too hard to beat a good team in the NBA in a seven-game series. It's just too hard. Absolutely. Like the Warriors, no one is going to beat the Warriors four out of seven games. It's just not going to happen. That's why we love the madness of college. Exactly. One game. NFL playoffs, one game. College football, four teams, one game. <laughs> Two games. Three games. And then... uh. I mean, yeah, and like I just said, those other sports, it's like there's always the chance of something. But basketball, but, it's so just like the better teams go. It used to be a point where, you know, not every a team or two had, you know, eight superstars on it. And, you know, you wanted to see, you know, the Lakers barely beat the Kings or, you know, whatever it may have been. But now it seems like, oh, yeah, that, that team's going to kill, you know, the first four rounds in the playoffs and maybe even further than that. Um, I don't know. The game has changed. Yeah. Maybe yeah, they need to change yeah. the, the layout of playoffs. Yeah, I just think that just teams aren't as deep anymore. But I think somebody was – it was kind of what Andy mentioned earlier. It's, the problem is that so many of these good teams, they, they go to the they go to the good teams. So many of these teams don't want to go to the younger teams. And Wait, like, are you saying the players or the – The players, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the good teams of, go to the good teams. These voodoos, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> these voodoo beers. 7.8%. Yeah, Andy, post made some more of these. I don't know if that's possible. Oh, everything's well, possible. possible. It's Andy, you haven't even opened up that Reese's, which I know you did say was for you. Saving it for, saving yeah. for the entertainment. Saving it for later. You're going to want to hear Andy on the entertainment that one if he has these <laughs> Reese's in him. But, uh, no, it's because, like what Andy said, too many teams want to join these powerhouse teams. Yeah. That's why you get players like Players! Too many players! <laughs> <laughs> I say teams Damn again? <laughs> the Nets, they just want to join up with the Warriors. <laughs> They're joining. <laughs> the Nets have joined the Golden State Brooklyn Warriors. joins Toronto. <laughs> The players want to join these powerhouse teams too much, and that's why other players like Damian Lillard, who don't do that, get so upset because they're mm. like, dude, like, I mean, think about it. You're in the West. You're like, okay, our team's pretty good. This Warrior team's already good. Oh, here comes Kevin Durant. You're like, mm -hmm. okay, well, that sucks. They've won two straight titles. How can it get worse? Oh, oh here boogie. comes DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. Goddamn. And it's just like, and then the Blazers are able to get solid guys that help, like normal people like Rodney Hood, Ennis Canner, but it's like, you know, it's not like, any of those big players, like any real big name people, are just coming to their team. So, is 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 Boogie gonna stay on that team next year? No, no. he already said he signed for very he signed for dirt cheap this year because six he knew, million bucks. He one knew year. he was gonna miss the half the season, so he knew he wouldn't be worth he wouldn't get like much from any team. So he chose to join the Warriors so get he could win a title, ring. complimentary ring, get a ring, and then he'll go sign Max somewhere else. I don't think he's gonna get Max. I don't think he's been good enough this year. He's been good, but yeah, I, I hope not. As a person, I don't like him. He just always has – he has resting bitch face, and that yeah. really shows on the cameras because everyone has an 80-inch plasma, and you just see like, oh, that ball went out of bounds. It's off of you, and he's going to he's gonna say some shit to the ref. And you can see that now, and it just makes him look like an awful person. Yeah, I think he's just overly emotional. I don't think he's committed any crimes or anything. So. You don't know that, Andy. You follow him around? Yeah, just... I'm not saying he does either. But I'm just saying, resting bitch face goes a long way. Yeah, he's an annoying basketball player. Do you really want to... I'm not talking about him as a person. I'm talking about him with the jersey. Yeah. He might be an awful person. He might be an amazing person. I don't know. Come on, Andy. <laughs> Defend Boogie. All right, so is that a... We got any more with sports? Because I know we... Uh... Yeah, the, la the last story we want to talk he's about. even got one last thing at the bar top oh well, it's, it's not, not a huge Something's thing things never change oh we're talking about your wiener so, Andy. <laughs> oh boy uh, there's voodoos i'm telling you guys yeah, you guys are being mean just trying to get this, this thing out here um, oh, okay. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> just, andy 
We do one pod at the bar. <laughs> so the Jeez. NFL, the season ended not that long ago. And uh, but football continued with a little thing called the oh. AAF. I mean, was it the Alliance of American Football? Let me ask you one thing really quick. Did you watch a game? I watched maybe 10 minutes of one game when we were at Red Robin. Red Robin, yep. I don't think I watched. I think that's the only time I watched. I don't know. Also. Was it on TV otherwise? I don't even know. But I bet it was. It's on like those random channels like TSN yeah. or something like that. You have to like have them. And maybe that was their problem. They didn't get any games on ESPN and stuff. But I think the thing with that is some people, Why do you I know you haven't even gotten to your point yet, <laughs> yeah. but preparing these people, my quick opinion until you hear Andy's point is, I just think people think like, oh, they just want football all the time. But it's like people want good football. That's why the fucking Canadian leagues don't do anything. That's why the, what's the other league out there that was like a football league? Arena. Arena football doesn't get XFL. popular. It's because people, yeah, they like football, but they like NFL. They don't like seeing a bunch of no names fuck each other by playing. People like their team. That's in sports. Exactly. That's pretty much how sports work. Is you like your team. So if you don't have a team, you're not a big San Diego Fleet fan. That's one of the teams that. Oh, was I love the Fleet. In the AAF, playing their home games at one of the worst stadiums ever, still operating somehow. Um, but yeah, the story is uh, the league just folded like overnight. They decided they were not going to be able to pay the players anymore because they lost their funding and just ended and the players who you know didn't live in the cities they're playing for weren't even left with uh, money for a plane ticket home or anything like that they're stranded and they were just yeah taking a bus greyhound so they had this grand idea that they were gonna it would be kind of like a minor league for the nfl that you know the practice squad guys could play actual games and the NFL just wasn't, uh, you know, cooperating with them, and you know they took a risk, and it and it failed. And like like most of these leagues have failed, but we're gonna see another crack at it with the return of the XFL. Oh, that uh, you know Vince McMahon started oh, the XFL boy. in like the early 2000s. Um, he wants to bring it back so after the Colin Kaepernick concert. Really concert. quick, what even was the XFL? It was another football league with real football players, and they had some little rule changes to kind of make So that it. was the one thing with I saw in the AAF is it was it called? Yeah. American Alliance football whatever the fuck. Uh that they uh were like saying like there was one play they showed in one of the first weeks where uh, Burkovici who played for yeah. ASU was sitting back there and got absolutely drilled, knocked him out of the game and they even said like oh in the NFL this would have been uh roughing the passer but in the this league it's not. They like let you beat the shit out yeah. of these guys. And I think they do that because they know, okay, we don't have the players, we don't have the teams that are going to excite people, so we have to make it dirty because that's what people love. Like, people love the big hits. I know you yeah. might not anymore, Andy, but once upon a time, man, you liked the big hits. No. Now you just take big bong hits. Whoa. BBH over here for Andy. <laughs> big so, bong hitter. <laughs> he's going to keep bullying me. <laughs> what the XFL is, it, those people who, like, talk about how the NFL's gotten soft – and how they don't like Kaepernick kneeling and that kind of shit. That's who they're trying to appeal to. Like, they have a rule that you have to stand for the anthem and shit like that, even though it's like, is this a fucking wrestling football? Like, no, this is not real. No, this is not really respecting the troops in any way. Um, but, yeah, they're, so they're, they're coming back. And uh, one of the stories was that the AF tried to just sell their league to the XFL. So they just start right away. I don't, I don't know. But they didn't. They didn't go for it, so. But the XFL, I mean, who knows what will actually happen? But there are plans for it to hmm. happen again. Well, that'd be. And I mean, cool, it, yes, maybe. 
I mean, maybe there should be some sort of other football league, you know, say like like a minor leagues, but like we've had NFL Europe. Remember that? No. That was like late '90s, early 2000s. Okay, yeah, I definitely don't remember that. They, they the like, first they memory, played in like Dusseldorf and shit like that. Since we're talking about that, <laughs> the first memory I really have ever of football was at my grandma's cabin, probably somewhere around '97, '98, and I was my uh, dad and some of their friends or whatever were downstairs watching uh, football in the den, and one of the first teams that I ever noticed, I saw their helmet. They were actually my first ever favorite team, but I was like seven years old, eight years old, so it doesn't count, was the Jacksonville Jaguars, believe it or not. Yeah. And it was like Mark, Mark Brunel was playing. And it, that team I liked a lot. It was Mark Brunel, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCardell. And that was the team that I remember they beat the Dolphins, I think, in the first round or second round, like 60-something to like yeah. 14 or something. And then they lost to the Titans. And that was the year I think the Rams beat the Titans. But that was the year the Jaguars, I think, went like 15-1 and one or 14-2. Yeah. and two. Tom Coffin. And I, I loved that team, but I ended up uh, – I actually had a Jacksonville Jaguars helmet that I remember buying – that my auction, my uncle bought for me from Chick Sporting Goods. That was like 250 bucks. Wow. Hot damn. Yeah. Did you was, hit anyone with it? Like, I used to put it on. Put it on, yeah. Never hit anybody <laughs> with it, but I actually ended up giving it to my buddy because he's actually a legit Jaguars fan, and I just gave it to him, but I don't even know if he still has it <sighs> or what he did with it. Blake Portals was using it for the last two years. Yeah. Whoa. Is Blake Portals even on team? No. Uh, yeah. Yes, he's on the Rams. Oh, geez, Luis. Yeah, he's here. We can uh, probably get him on. Oh, no. Blake, call. he's got nothing else to do. Make a call. All right, well, we got oh, anything yeah, I else? Think, no, I think that's going to wrap it up for sports. I mean, we said we'd go quick, but I think we didn't. We, we rambled. We, we, we rushed you know, it. We got it was the, a good pod. We didn't know we were going to talk about winking, blinking, and nod. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this uh, pod all the way from the bar has been brought to you by Simple Doggy. It's the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current harness or collar. And for a limited time, Tony Steak listeners, that's you. And get 25% off and free shipping when you use promo code Tony. They're gonna slap me or something. Sorry, everyone. Don't apologize, <laughs> Andy. What are you sorry for? T O N Y. <laughs> That's right. So head to simpledoggy.com and use promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. It's the dog leash you've been waiting for. But anyway. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Tony the Pony Cats. Yes, we did. And Andy, wide-angle camera lens. I have all those things. <laughs> and I'm Sean. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast. Episode 109, we're done.